Hi, welcome to the cottage. We are a lively outpouring of an exciting adventure into God's riches and glories in Christ Jesus. We really work to activate an excitement for the kingdom of God as it is in the now until it comes into its fullness. We invite you to our sessions to explore the heights and depths of God's love in a fuller bandwidth. I'm Dr. Ken, the pastor of a small independent church seeking to return to the Lord's zeal in times where apathy and lethargy rule the day of the complacent. We try to shake things up and offer a temporary home as we travel this sod until we reach higher ground and connect into the everlasting life from above, here on the earth as it is in heaven. For more information, you can email us at thecottage at dken.cc. That is thecottage at dken.cc. Hi, welcome back to The Cottage. In our last episode, we took a break as we had a special fellowship meal uh, surrounding the St. Patrick's Day weekend and uh, March 14th, International Pie Day. And we had a wonderful chance to meet the pastor of Meatloaf. It was a great time. We encourage you to listen to that. But now, in this episode, we continue our series in the Song of the Sense, and we're on the Last one of the first set of five, we're on Psalm 124, and it's about helps. And that meal brought the church together, although the church wanted to have a meal to meet the new pastor. I think we had a lot of new people there that got to meet the church, and it was a powerful time to be together. And we explore that in this episode of Psalm 124, the Song of the Saints. Help is on the way. Amen. Praise the Lord. Well, we're continuing our series in the Songs of Ascent. We're on number five tonight, Psalm 124, about help. Hopefully you remember where we've been. So we've been doing these 15, and we the first five are the going up to Jerusalem. So we're still going up in this one. And then Sunday, we're going to begin the second response in the next five, where we arrive at the city and pass through its gates. And then finally, we'll get to the last five, arriving at the main court of the temple for sacrifice, a fellowship meal, and a blessing. And so we're going up to Zion in these, and it's on help. Help wanted. And we sure needed a lot of help last night, and we got it. Hallelujah. And help is on the way. And so, praise God, we're going to talk about help tonight. And uh, we've been to repentance in Psalm 120 getting on the right path, trying to get you to make this climb. To choose to be on this mountain means you're not going to go somewhere else. You're going to get on this mountain and you're going to move upward. Psalm 121 is about God's providence maintaining the trajectory, Him keeping us on the path. He keeps us. Despite the treacherousness of the path, He keeps us. And then Psalm 122 is worship where we practice the presence as we go. And then service was last time, Sunday night, Psalm 123. We are the servants of the Most High, and today it's help. And we are helped to help. We are helped to help. And so, let's get into this. Psalm 124, if it had not been the Lord who was on our side, now may Israel say, if it had not been the Lord who was on our side when men rose up against us, then they had swallowed us up quick. When their wrath was kindled against us, then the waters had overwhelmed us. The streams had gone over our soul. 
Then the proud waters had gone over our soul. Blessed be the Lord who hath not given us a prey to their teeth. Our souls escaped as a bird out of the snare of the fowlers. The snare is broken and we are escaped. Our help is in the name of the Lord. Our help is in the name of the Lord who made heaven and earth. And so it's talking about the treacherous journey that they're making. The treacherous journey they're making. A friend of mine is in, actually he's in astrophysiology in, in Australia. But he's recently been working on a commentary of Daniel. And he, he thinks he's got it down to if you take the Daniel 9 passage and add up those days. It's from the command that the king gave to Ezra to the cross. It, mass, it matches out. He's done all the formulas and it matches out to the exact day when Jesus was on the cross. And so when Ezra's making this journey to come back to the Holy Land, how treacherous it must have been. Such that Ezra was so much talking to the king when he proposed this trip. He talked God up so big he was embarrassed to ask the king for soldiers to go along for the trip. But he didn't need them because they had help on the way. We keep talking about making this climb. And it's tough. And they're making this journey. And at any time in the Middle East, it can flood. And these flash floods come and can wipe you out. Entire villages can be wiped out. At any time, the dangers of the animals that can come. But we keep talking about making this ascent. About going to meet God in his house. But we remember the prodigal son, don't we? When he came to himself, when he realized his mistake, what did he do? He got up out of the pig slop and he did what? He went home. But before he could get home, from a great distance, his father saw him and met him on the way. And tonight is about God meeting us on the way. We only, in repentance, we only have to make a movement toward God. Only a movement toward God. And God will meet us the rest of the way and he will join us in bringing us to his house. Uh, my, my, uh, uh, my niece described it this way. She says, you know, at the, the, in the Midwest, how people say goodbye? In the Midwest, when you leave their house, they walk you all the way to the car and then you're rolling down the window and they're, they're trying to pull out of the driveway and you're still talking to them. The Midwest goodbye. That's like God. He just can't leave us. He's God, Emmanuel. He's God with us. He just can't leave us. And so Leviticus 26, verse 12 says, I will walk among you and be your God and you shall be my people. And God is walking with us. And he walks with me and he talks with me. And I always think of Barney Fife there because he's always, Andy, Andy, Andy. <laughs> and he, God, walks with me. And he talks with me. He's with me. And Barney always had to get Andy to get him out of his mess. Right? Yeah. Didn't he? You know what's amazing? I'm always amazed about the Andy Griffith show. What was the town drunk's name? Otis, Otis that's right. You know, Otis gets in the jail and lies down in that cot because he knows he'll be safe there with Andy. But the door's not locked. He can leave any time he wants to. He comes and goes as he pleases. But he knows I'm safe with Sheriff Andy. 
Andy Taylor. We're safe with God. We're making this climb. We're going through some treacherous way. The enemy doesn't want us to make this climb. But hey, we're with Andy. It's safe. In Revelation 19, 11, what does Jesus go by? The one who is faithful and true, the title. Even when we are not faithful, he is. And he, now I keep trying to tell people this. I'm not a monotheist. Monotheism is a word that's actually an English word from about 300 years ago. I'm not a monotheist. Monotheists believe there's only one God. I've been over there on the other side of the world. I read the Bible. There's lots of gods. But there's only one true God, one who's truly faithful to you. All those other spirits, they're out for whatever they're going to do. There's only one who's faithful and true. And we talked about that a month ago on Valentine's Day in Kisses in the Bible. There's only one who is truly faithful to you. And he's the one that's with you. And he's the one that's going to bring you through this. Even if you stumble, even if you, whatever, he's going to get it done. Because he believes in you enough. Otherwise, he'd be here. Otherwise, this would be already happening. Revelation 19, on the right horse, he'd be here. He'd be here. Jesus, on the white horse, faithful and true. He'd be here. It'd be over. The rapture would have happened. Everything would be over. It hasn't happened. Why? Because he believes in us. That's why I say that we should not quit. Yet we have hope that he's coming. And we know it's waxing worse and worse. But we also know that he is with us. Verse uh, Hebrews 13, verses 5 and 6. I told you this. There's five negatives in the Greek here. I will never leave thee nor forsake thee. There's five negatives to make sure that you understand that he's never going to do this. So that we may boldly say, the Lord is my helper. He's my help. And I will not fear what man shall do unto me. I'm not going to be afraid. I'm not going to fear. Because he helps me. He is my helper. Help is on the way. We will find help when we move toward God. God will help us the rest of the way. We just have to take the first step. Just as we are so that he can take us just where he wants us to go. Because <laughs> he will not leave you just as you are. He doesn't leave us. He doesn't forsake us. In Luke 15, 10, the prodigal son, he rose and came to his father. But when he's a great distance way off, the father saw him and had compassion on him, ran out and fell on his neck and kissed him. This is God coming after those who come after God. Do you ever want to go after God passionately? As passionately as you think you might go after God, he'll come after you so much more passionately. As much as you think you might cry to love God, he'll love you more. As a matter of fact, that's one of the things that God cannot do. He cannot love you any more than he already does. It's impossible. He will come after you when you come after him to make this climb so he can take you where he wants you to go. Because he's calling you out. Out of the darkness into his marvelous light. Isaiah 8, 8. We did this at Christmas time. A reminder to go back to your notes. If you took notes, we didn't record them back then. And he shall pass through Judah 
and shall overflow and go over, and he shall reach into his neck, and the stretching out of his wings shall fill the breadth of thy land. O Emmanuel. Who is Emmanuel? God with us. God with us, Emmanuel. And if God is with us, who can be against us? Romans 8, 31. Paul is directly grabbing this. This is Emmanuel. This is the God who's with us. He came down in the form of Jesus. And he's with us. He is our help in this time of need. Whatever you're going through, whatever you're facing, he is our help. And he's with us to get us through, no matter what it is. In the ESV, John 15, verses 26 and 27, uses a different word than the King James to translate paraclete. But when the helper comes, see, Jesus has gone up, but he sent the helper whom I will send to you from the Father, the spirit of truth who proceeds from the Father. He will bear witness about me and you will also bear witness. He bears witness, the Holy Ghost. But then you also bear witness that God is my help. Where does my help come from, we said? Where does my help come from? My help comes from the Lord. Such that he's right there. The word paraclete in the Greek means he's right there beside you. Remember, Galatians says walk in step with the Spirit. If you walk in the Spirit, Galatians 5, 16, you will not do these other things that cause so much problems. And Paul says in verse 26, 25, 26, 24, 25, in Galatians 5, to walk in step with the Spirit. Acts 1, 8. But you shall receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you, and you shall be my witnesses unto me. We're always looking for God. We're always looking to the Holy Spirit. But you know what last night we saw? I'm sure God was there. His presence was there. I'm sure the Holy Spirit was there. But you know what we saw? We saw the people of God come together, and every gift coming together, and each one was a witness of God. Just as a holy, we want to see God. We want to see the Holy Spirit. But we also want to see God and each one of us coming together to do something that hasn't been done in a long time. And he wants to do that with every aspect of our life. So we are helped so that we can help. He helps us so we can help somebody else. We see God in the Holy Ghost, but we should see God in each other. As the Holy Spirit bears witness. So we bear witness because the power of the Holy Ghost is upon us. 1 Corinthians 12, 28 says, And God has set some in the church. First apostles, second prophets, third teachers. After that, miracles, gifts of healing. Wow, sounds great. And whoa, 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 helps. He places helps right there with miracles, gifts of healing. The apostles, that's pretty high. God takes it pretty high of helps. He thinks this is great. Those who help. The Mother Teresa's, those who help. Those who are in the hospitals helping those who are sick during the pandemic. The first responders. The first responders. You know, (laughs) I live with a nurse, but I like his perspective. You know that football player that had the heart attack on the field a while back? Everybody talked about him and how much money was raised for him. And finally, they had an award show 
And they got it right. They brought all the people that helped him on the stage and said, now here's the people who helped him. Everybody talk about him. I don't even know his name. But all those people who helped him helps. We talk about that. He, all he did was have a heart attack. He didn't do anything. But everybody got to he already makes millions of dollars and they wrote him some more money for him. What about the people that helped him? What about everybody last night that helped? That was awesome. Meet the pastor. They got to meet the church last night. They met the church and there's several people said, man, I'm coming again. Hallelujah. That's what we're talking about. That's what we're talking about. Helps. I hope you get this tonight. God wants to use you and help you to help others to find him and then help others so that we together can get through this. We've been through the pandemic and then the pandemic, they cut us off from each other. And now we need to get past that and begin to help one another into what God has next. I want you to see that tonight. I know it's missionary letter tonight, but I wanted you to see about help and how helpful you are and how much that means to God. And I want you to continue in that grace because it's awesome. It's to God as of miracles, gifts of healing, as the apostles themselves. And I praise God for you. Father, we thank you for this word tonight. We thank you for your many blessings. And we thank you for the helps that go on in this church. And we pray it just continues. Thank you for those who choose to help. It's a blessed gift. And I pray that we walk in it. To be like you. And you're the helper. Is to help others. So I praise you for the helps in this church. I praise you for the helps in your body. And that we will continue to be those who help one another. To make this climb. And get above and out of this miry clay, this pandemic that's brought it so low. Let's climb higher. Get up out of this thing. Help one another. And help those who cannot find themselves and cannot see. Let us be those who are like you to help in all things. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. We hope you enjoyed this broadcast. You can find out more about us at DKIN. Dot cc that's d k e n dot cc we look forward to seeing you next time god bless you